0: Baldy's ready. Baldy, what up, homie? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, I forgot you got to read
1: a a paragraph. I got got a novel to read about (laughs) Brian Baldinger first. Uh, Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger brought to you by driveway.com. If you're looking for a car, go to driveway.com where you can get pre qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. Brian's also the host of the Odyssey Original Podcast in the Huddle with Jason Loconfora and Carl Dukes, covering the entire NFL. Now you can can do it.
2: Baldy! What's up, Randy? How
0: are you, Baldy? Come on, man.
2: Get ready for that.
0: Championship game on Saturday down in Atlanta. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, but it's crazy because we're one in four since Kirby's been here, which just blows my mind to consider we won a championship. But, Yeah, we ready, man. We ready. I mean, okay. I, I, I mean, right. I, I, I
2: mean I, I, you know, look, the so the dogs are like you know nationwide, so
0: uh, you know
2: they're, they're all going to Atlanta this week. Every scout I know is going to be there.
0: Mm, ah, no, be, I, I believe it. I believe it too. I mean, they got the the Janet Carter might be the number one pick, so who knows? He might be. Who are some of the – who are the scouts, like, from a from an
1: NFL prospect uh, perspective? Like, who, who are the scouts maybe keeping most of an eye on on
2: Saturday in that game? Well, I mean, you know, between the two places, I mean, I don't know. Randy knows probably better than me. Would they have 16 guys drafted last year? Yeah. Like, here they are. Like, <laughs> you know. Like they, Undefeated. You know, they're scouting freshmen, you know, in the walkthroughs right now. See, like, when they come out in two years, um, LSU – I've seen guys that didn't even start. For, I mean, Daniil Hunter didn't even start for LSU. Right. He's a pole Bowl defensive end right. in Minnesota. Yeah. Like you just have to, you got to, you got to like comb the entire roster, looking at these two teams because you're going to find players like I just saw, uh, Jermaine Johnson the other day in New York. Mm-hmm. You know, he started off at Georgia. He didn't like the scheme that Kirby was running. Goes to Florida State. Gets his twelve, you know, twelve sacks. He's a first round pick. I mean, you know, you you just got to look beyond like the scheme of what Kirby's doing. And how they're using guys to see what their potential could be at the next level. Paul, you had
1: a tweet earlier this week with a handful of the NFC teams that are right around the same record. The NFC mess is what you called it, and I think that that's right. Where do the Where do the Falcons place in that uh, in that group, in your opinion?
2: Well, I mean, if you could do a do-over and the ball not get tipped at the end of the game last week against Washington, so Cordero walks in the end zone, they win the game. You know they'd be at six and six and they'd be right in the thick of it, but they're not. Um, you know, I mean, look, losing Kyle Pitts is a big blow, but I never, like I said last week, I didn't think they were using him all that much. I don't think they used Drake London all that much. They they got an emphasis on the running game and that's how they want to play, which I understand to a degree. Got to keep you know a defense off the field as much as possible. They do a good job of that, but um, like I, you know, who's going to get hot? I mean, it's, it, that that was sort of the point of the of the whole tweet, like, who's going to get hot? I don't know. I mean, I really don't – you can't really look at the schedule, you know, and say, okay, well, you got an easy schedule, and Baltimore thought that too, and they just – you know, they got handed right. one at home last week. But, you know, Pittsburgh, New Orleans, uh, none of them – Arizona, none of those teams look like they're just juggernauts at this point. So, you know, they, they have a chance, like they did last year at this time, To get to 500, you get to 500, uh, you know, the spirits should be pretty high – inside, you know, a practice inside the building and uh, get ready for your next opponent. What about their next
0: opponent, though, coming up here? They got the Pittsburgh Steelers coming in. Uh, obviously, they went on Monday night and clock has been all those different things. But what are they doing a little bit different? Because it seems like Kenny's getting a little bit more comfortable.
2: Well, I think that, honestly, Randy, now that T.J. Watt is back, I think they have the best starting defense line in football. Hmm. Like if you look at T.J. Watt, Larry Ogunjobi, Cam Hayward. Uh, and smith, like, those four guys are as good as anybody. I'm not saying they're the best, but nobody's better than those front four, and they all play a lot of snaps. So, to me, that's where it starts with Pittsburgh. I think their corners are suspect, and I think their linebackers are average. But their front, if you get into a passing game with them, like, they, they can wreck you. And so, I think that's – if I was a Steeler fan, if I was watching that team, that's what I'd be watching.
1: So the Falcons should try to not do that then? Is that what you're saying? Try try to avoid (laughs) that situation?
2: (laughs) I'd try to run Mariota and Cordero and Huntley and Algier as much as I possibly can.
1: Yeah, Brian Baldinger joining oh. us here. Odyssey NFL Insider joins us every single Wednesday at twelve twenty. Follow him on Twitter at @BaldiNFL for all his Baldi's breakdowns. Uh, let's get to a couple of other different teams around the NFL. I know we we ask you about the Dolphins every once in a while. I just want to ask you a big picture question about their offense. W- what impresses you most about what Miami does offensively?
2: Just how much they do. Uh, you know, from a standpoint of just formations, personnel groupings, pre-snap movement. Um, shifting, like nobody does more. And so a lot of it is window dressing. You know, I mean really smart people can see through all that stuff, but it is mesmerizing to see how it all, you know, how how they do it. And then ultimately what they're trying to do is to get Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill like loose and free. And they do it a lot, especially on first downs. Like it's it's pretty mesmerizing um, the different ways that they shake those two guys loose.
0: They shake those guys loose. What's going on out there in Arizona? Because you know, it's it just to me, it just seems like that's a a divorce going on right now between the quarterback and the head coach. How do you see this playing out? Because they did get all, both of them actually got extensions this offseason. But how do you think they decide between the quarterback and the coach?
2: I don't know if they do. I mean this isn't an organization, uh the Bidwells that have a lot of money, Randy. Yeah. That could just write checks and make people go away. <laughs> Um, there's friction there. There's no doubt about it, but I've known Cliff a long time. I mean, up until this year, they had improved every year under Cliff and Kyler. Now defensively, they're a mess. And, you know, they've had as many injuries like all teams as anybody, and they haven't done a good job of overcoming it. Um, But, you know, they have started fast last year and then faded Mm -hmm. the year before as well. Maybe this is the year that they actually finished strong in Mm -hmm. some of this some of this uh, talk kind of goes away because they're in all these games. You know, um, they just they're, – they're, they're finding ways to lose these games, and that's what they did last year to start the season, to start whatever they were, 7-0, and whatever it was, uh, get off to a really good start. So I don't think that – I think both of them are going to be back next year, and they're both like they, – they both feel like they're right. But, mm. you know, Cliff is just purely an offensive guy. Vance Joseph runs the defense. He's got very little to do with that. Um he's trying to empower Kyler right here uh, with play calling and uh, plays to, to be run and things like that. they just got to do a better job of executing them.
1: I think we talked about the 49ers last week. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we're kind of all on the same page. It just feels like they're playing really good ball right now and, and could be one of the better teams in the NFC. Is there is there a world in which they keep playing like this, keep winning, and keep Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback going forward and have to make a decision on Trey Lance?
2: That's possible. It is possible. I mean, Trey Lance would going into his uh, third season. Mm. And so, you know, without really playing, I mean, eventually, you know, you're going to have to make a decision whether to pay him or not. But if Jimmy takes him deep into the playoffs or they win the NFC, like I can't see a scenario where he isn't back just because of the injury history and just the lack of playing time that uh, Trey Lance has had. So there is a possibility they could be back. I think they're very fortunate that somebody didn't scoop him up and he's there like that. Yeah, now yeah. Because, no kidding.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Bart, are we having fun on the uh, with the, with Mike White up there in New York City? Now, obviously, he played well last year for – and then he stunk it up the next game. <laughs> is Zach Wilson going to get his job back because Mike White is, you know,
2: a backup quarterback? Maybe, Randy. Like, I did that game last week, and Mike White was awesome. Yeah. Now, he was against a broken Bears defense, but he made quick, accurate decisions – Just like he did last year against the Bengals, uh, and he threw for over 400 yards in his first start, you know. In the next game against Indy, he he takes the team right down the field and they score. Then he gets hurt. So if he no no, they got to go to Minnesota and they got to go to Buffalo. That's a tough assignment for any team in this league in back-to-back weeks. But we're going to find out a lot more about him. But my gut feeling, just being around that team a lot, is that this is Mike White's job to lose. Okay.
1: Uh, I know we asked you about the Steelers, but I wanted to ask you about Kenny Pickett specifically. What What is he doing better now than he was earlier in the season?
2: Well, they, they, in the last three weeks, they've actually had a good running game. They ran for 170 yards on Monday night against uh, against the Colts. They had run for over 230 yards against the Bengals two weeks ago. They run the ball a lot better, which it makes it easier for a young quarterback to be able to turn around and hand the ball off. That's one. But, you know, he's just a very – like he sees the field really well. He gets the ball out of his hands quickly. He's got great chemistry with, you know, with George Pickens. Um, that that's evident in every game, and he's just making fewer mistakes right now. And Mike Tomlin talked about it. Like he just has to, he just has to keep playing. The more he plays, the better he's going to get. But I believe Pittsburgh's got a starting quarterback in Kenny Pickett, and I think he's going to be there for a long time. I I think he's just, I think he not not that he has it because. I don't want to define that. But you know, he, he knows how to prepare, and he knows how to play, and he's seen a lot before the snap that gives him an indication of where to go once the ball is snapped.
0: Last one, Baldy. What's a good fit in your opinion for Odell? Because I mean obviously people go know his name, but I mean he is coming off another ACL injury. In your opinion, what would be a great good fit for
2: him? Well, I know Dallas wants a Randy. Yeah. There's no question he's right. they want. Now, the the question really is, you know, Odell's not going to go play for cheap. He's not going to play for uh you know approve a contract like he's not doing that and i I don't blame him so it's just a question of finances in dallas other teams you know maybe philadelphia maybe the giants other teams would be interested if they could figure that part out as well uh and then the other part is when is he really going to be able to be rodell like can he be odell in december right um you know that's You know, tomorrow, but (laughs) can he really be Odell when? Like for the playoffs, like can he, can he really burst, run, explode? All those things that we like to see from him. When is he really able to do that? Now he's scheduled to work out someplace today, I think in New York today. And so they're going to get a chance to run him and look at him and just see if he's favoring that leg, if he's healthy, all the, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, But my guess is like, he's made for Dallas.
0: Mm, Yeah.
2: Baldy, as always, great
1: stuff. Thank you. Appreciate it, Baldy.
2: Yep, my pleasure, guys. You bet.
1: Brian Baldinger there, Odyssey NFL Insider. Follow him on Twitter at BaldyNFL, again, for all the Baldy breakdowns. And as always, brought to you by driveway.com. Head to driveway.com today to shop more than 25,000 new and used cars in driveways nationwide inventory. Make sure to follow In the Huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.